back to Laughing Without Fear. My name is Jay Wu. And I'm Iz. And we are just so excited to have you back. We have been so encouraged by the love and support that everyone has showed so far for our first podcast. So thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us every week because we love having that extra seat at the table, knowing our friends are joining, knowing our new friends are joining, and really our fam is joining. So Thank you, fam. You guys are awesome. We love you so, so much. And wait a second. I'm sorry. Did I just really reveal something? Yeah, is. I was going to say, what do you mean is every week? That's right. I did say weekly. So you know it. We missed you guys. We like just did. We were like, we did. doing life together. I mean, why would we not see each other every week? And yeah, that's, that's the reason. It was like an easy, no hesitation. We're like, Let's do it. Let's just get together. Let's be fam. Let's be real. Let's be 100. And here we are. Here we are, baby. Yeah, we are. So (laughs) speaking of being so excited and, you know, thankful about all our wonderful things in our lives, as we do every week, we just want to share a little bit about about what we're thankful for. Jay, would you want to start us off? What are you thankful for this week, girl? I would love to. Um. I am thankful for my community and my family. I mean, especially with the holidays coming up, I've just been reflecting a lot on where Mm. I've come from and uh, how I got here. And I just know I wouldn't be here without my community, especially my church community and my family. They have always just been so supportive. And so um, I just want to, yeah, so I'm so thankful for my community and family. And I want to give my little sister a shout out. She's our number one fan. So this is for you, Lauren. Number How about one, you, baby. Oh, Lauren, I love you very much. Um, <laughs> side notes. <laughs> yes, I oh, – this week – okay, I just want to start by saying this. I know people are, like, having different feelings about this, but I'm feeling great. And I'm really thankful that November here in Seattle has been so warm and so shiny. <laughs> and I'm like, just what is this weather, Jesus? And – it might be climate change. Let me tell you something. It has been incredible, and I am thankful for that. I'm like, yes, Lord, let's have these. How about just keeping it on to December? That might be too far, but all I'm saying is, it's just great. So that's what you've I'm just been. For you've been enjoying week. it while it lasted. Yes, I was in Montana last week, and let me tell you, it was nine degrees. Also, That's shout cool. out to my people in Montana. I love you all so much. You know, Missoula, they got my heart. Um, but may I say, may I say, literally, I walked one block and I was talking like this because I was frozen. And I, I almost got a nose. Like, I, I'm straight up. I almost was like, I need to cover my nose. Like a nose oh my, cover. Yeah. Yeah. No frostbite. No, not about that life. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> So we just want to continue this um, getting to know each other, you getting to know us. And so we thought, what better way than sharing our testimonies? That's what we're going to do today in our podcast. And Iz, why don't you kick us off? I'd love to. I love talking about Jesus. Uh, Most of my friends are like, can we talk about Jesus and what Mm -hmm. he's doing in our lives? So I love just really, you know, thinking about honestly, like what? how he's just brought me through so many things 
Um, just thinking about the first time I really met the Lord and then, Mm. you know, just like the journey that I'm on. So yeah, I'm happy to share tonight. Yes, it is tonight, um, here in Seattle. And so all I just can think of is the first thing and the first encounter that I had is, was actually back in high school, which is Mm. kind of wild back in the early 2000s, 2005, maybe 2006. So it's been a few years, but it's been um, a minute. It's been a hot minute. I'm like, <laughs> 2000, I was probably 15 years old. Yeah, 14, 15. So at that time, I was actually going to Catholic school. I, I grew up Catholic. And one of our, I think, yearly retreats as a, as mm-hmm. a, as it's, uh, I think that's school, we would basically have like a weekend situation where we would go up to the mountains and we would have this mm-hmm. time together. We would read these wonderful letters from our friends and family. And mm-hmm. that year though, however, they, I think they really just bumped it up and actually hired somebody externally from the Catholic mm-hmm. church. So it was like from a local church um, to come in and do worship for us. And it was actually a youth pastor um, from Christian Life Center in Walla Walla. And he came in and did the worship. And that was the very first time that I had ever experienced mm-hmm. worship music where I could sing back and yeah. the Lord would just meet me there, which it was like mm. not something I grew up with at, mm-hmm. just in at the Catholic church that I attended too. So uh, that very first time I, I still like remember, I think it was the song of like, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Like one of those like old school songs. Mm -hmm. And first time where I remember the Lord really meeting me. And I just like was so impacted, overwhelmed in a good way with his love and Mm -hmm. what he's doing in my life. And when he was speaking to me about like, Izzy, trust me, surrender Mm -hmm. everything that you have in this moment and see what it can happen. And I lost it. Like I straight up mm. lost it, you know, like weeping, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was so life-changing that I just continued to seek more of that after that weekend. And mm-hmm. the, the pastor from Christian Life Center um, ended up, I think I want to say, being actually my youth pastor later on because I was continuing to seek where this came from. And one mm-hmm. of my friends actually me, hey, we should go to this church um, if you want to come over and hang out and spend the night. And like, we could go to church on, on Sunday. And I was like, awesome, let's do it. And little did I know it's going to be the same church I was going to, you know, end up at um, Christian mm-hmm. Life Center then. So um, I, from then on, just connected with some wonderful young ladies there. I, oh, man, they were actually part of the discipleship program we were a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, they were already part of the program then. And mm-hmm. That just kind of kicked it off for me. And yeah. since then, the Lord, and even just like the last three years, the Lord has continued to press that on to me of like, mm. Izzy, want to continue to surrender your finances yeah. now? Challenge me. He challenges me on so many levels. Do you want to surrender mm. relationships? You're mm-hmm. alone time with me. Like, what does that look like? Because a lot of the time, to be honest, I just want to be on YouTube. And he's like, would you surrender that? <laughs> I'm like, but YouTube knows my algorithm and they know me so well. Like, I don't, I don't want to be not off YouTube, you know? Yeah. And so uh, it's been hard, but it's like, God cares about those little things and he continues to refine me. And that's just the beauty of it. So I'm just really grateful for the things he's refined 
from the beginning to like continuing mm-hmm. to do so now. And that's just a little bit about me and what he's doing and part of my testimony. Um, yeah, just so grateful for that, honestly. Ugh. Talking about yes. not being amazed. I'm like, mm. I'm so glad he cut off some things in my life that I, I right. didn't want to do it at the time. But mm-hmm. now I'm like, whoa, wow. I am so glad I don't have to care of these things or that I've shed some of those things. And it's, you know, it might sound really light and happy right now, but it, it's tough. It's definitely tough. Yeah. No, that's so good is thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. It's and so good to you? reflect. Yeah, definitely. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a little bit about my testimony. Um, <clears throat> I am extremely blessed that I grew up in a church both my parents love the Lord. I mean, I'm like a sixth generation Christian or something on my on my dad's side of the family, which is crazy. Um, and so I've just been like super blessed with the with the heritage that um, and the legacy that my you know family has made for me. And so when I was, I think about four years old, I got saved and baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. So, you know, I was a really young age when I came to know the Lord. When I was five, my family decided to um, become missionaries. My grandma had been a missionary for she was a missionary at that time. And then my dad and my mom decided also to join the mission field. So we moved to India for about two and a half, almost three years, um, which was amazing. I have so many fond, fond memories and amazing stories of that time. Um, But unfortunately, my parents then ended up getting a divorce, which brought us back to America. And there's a lot of stuff with a lot of traumatic stuff that happened during my, after that in the child, in my childhood, that caused me to be a lot of brokenness in me and a lot of hurt. Um, when I got to be about a teen, I know I got to be a teenager, um, you know, peer pressure in high school and you know how things are. And I ended up turning to the wrong things, um, to you know, numb the pain that I had. So mm-hmm. I turned to a, you know, partying and drugs and alcohol and boys and all of that to, um, And I really walked away from the church and from God, fully, fully knowing what I was doing because I knew the Lord. Yeah. And um, it was a really, really rough time. And I know that if I had stayed on that path, I don't even know if I'd be alive now, to be honest. Wow. Um, I mean, I can think of many, I have many friends from that time that are not, that are not alive now that have died. Yeah. And there are a lot in prison too. So it's just, it's, yeah, it was not a good time in my life, but I'm just so thankful. And by the grace of God, um, something got me back in church and I went to a youth conference in Spokane, Washington was all about, um, it was, um, awakening cry and it was all about alarm clocks and waking up. And I, I woke up and I was like, okay, what am I doing? And I rededicated my life to the Lord and it was beautiful and wonderful. And then I got, in an amazing community at Christian Life Center with all those women um, that we did discipleship, the discipleship house with, who were just surrounded me and poured into me, mentored me, and um, helped me uh, go through all that healing I needed to go through, which was um, amazing. And it saved my life. Honestly, I think so. Wow. And so that's part of why I think community is so important to me because I know I wouldn't be here without it. And um, I mean, I'm not going to say 
that everything has been perfect since then. It definitely hasn't. But um, I've been so um, grateful that now I have been able to step in and be a missionary and really redeem that legacy that I've had for my family um, and get to pour out the things that have been poured into me. So yeah, that's a little bit of my testimony. That's amazing. Like, okay, first of all, the first thing I had in my mind when you said you moved to India, I was like, shout out to all our Indian friends that are listening because yeah. I have a few here in Seattle, so like pretty close friends, so shout mm-hmm. out to them. And then second, I, when you said, oh, I could have been in prison. And I just remembered like Akon with like that song, like I got locked up and I can't mm-hmm. imagine you being locked up like legit, you know? And yet, like, all the things that you have shared with me as a roommate, all the things that you did come through and overcame, Mm -hmm. like, honestly, though, honestly, I know that there is, I mean, again, we've lived together, so you share some deep stuff, and Mm -hmm. I just couldn't be, like, more proud of you because it is a choice. It is a choice to to say, I want to, you know, continue to trust the Lord, follow the Lord, listen to what he's saying, and say yes Mm -hmm. to him. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Well, and it's crazy too, because I think about like the fact that there were people that I was around at that time that were somewhat a product of their environment. You know, they didn't grow up in the best environment. You Mm -hmm. know, they um, got into the things they did because their parents were into those things. I did not have that. I I had a wonderful family. I mean, we Mm -hmm. had problems. And like I said, there was brokenness from, you know, from family stuff, but I... I didn't have, you know, parents that didn't love me and I didn't have a, you know, a bad home environment. I made those choices on my own. And so I just think about that sometimes too. Like if I had made, you know, I, I made those choices to get into that. And, um, it's honestly the grace of God that got me out of it. Um, and I just think about people who are the lost people who had don't, you know, don't even know how to get out of those kind of environments. And that's partly why I do what I do with missions is because sometimes you are a victim of your circumstance, you know? And so I think that's something that is such, so weighs on my heart that, um, to free those people who are, you know, stuck in, in those kind of places. Yeah, for sure. And the fact that like, could God continue to chase after you, you know, and yeah. like what you were saying, even at this awakening cry yeah. uh, conference and saying like, Hey, like this is, this is the wake up call. Like this is me right. saying, wake up because I have something awesome for you. So that's, it's that's so true. Cool. Well, and I think also like that's not the only time he's ever had to chase after me. I mean, like I said, I'm not perfect and I'm just, he's been so faithful to never give up on me. And that's, you know, the beautiful thing about the Lord is that he doesn't ever give up on us. And so no matter what, whenever we veer off the path, he's so graceful and loving to show us their, you know, our own folly to bring us back on the narrow way. So he's just so so good like that. Yeah. And the fact that he's putting you back into the things that are in your heart and right. almost like redeeming those things that, you know, like yeah. with your family saying like, Hey, my family were missionaries and now I get to step yeah. into this and you loving it. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I'm sure we'll get to know a little bit more about you, but, um, as you know, we continue to do this more and more, mm-hmm. but part of it is like, I know for sure that's been on your heart for so long. Like, I remember when you went to India and we were living together I mean, it was so cool to see that God has and is continuing to be faithful and he just hasn't ever stopped 
not just for Jehu, but like for me, for anyone, right? It's it's so cool to see that God is just so in awe of us too. Like it's such a mutual thing. Like he just loves us so much. And he's like, no, no, I'm not going to let my children run away. You know, he just continues to chase after us. Ugh, what a beautiful picture of you painting about the Lord tonight. Just love that. I am just, um, I'm so thankful for, um, where I've come from and where he's taking me. And I know it's going to be somewhere good. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So um, we also want to, in continuing with getting to know each other and you getting to know us, we just want to ask each other, like we did last time, one question um, to kind of get to know, you know, a little bit more. So the question I have for you is, what is one thing you have learned either from a mentor or from the Lord that has helped you with overcoming fear? I love this question, mainly because what's, again, I think we talked about it last time a little bit in the sense of why we named our podcast Laughing Without Fear. And the Lord has been actually speaking to me a lot, a little bit about this and in a way, a lot of bit about this. <laughs> and um, I want to say that recently, one of my mentors talked to me about how fear she kind of put a, a twist on it and I was really mm-hmm. grateful because it is not what we typically hear on mm-hmm. our Sunday time together or any mm-hmm. other time like that I've ever heard of it. Um, and it's almost of like, yes, I totally agree with what most people say about making sure that if we have fear, you know, we shouldn't let our faith be overcome by it mm-hmm. and and let fear control us. And I, I am 100% about that. Yes. Um, however, my mentor, one of my mentors recently said to me, what's cool about fear though is that God gave us fear. Like God gave us that sensitivity mm. to be aware of what we're not supposed to be a part of. Mm. And another thing is how when we sense those things, we get mm-hmm. the choice of will we allow fear to be in front of what God has for us or will mm. we let him be in the front and center and let him lead in those times of So fear. good. And it just like like blew my yeah. mind because obviously I could have never come up with that myself. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And um, that's something that the Lord's been really teaching me about of like, no, like – not necessarily being comfortable with fear taking mm-hmm. over, but being comfortable in the sense of like, kind of like that warning sign of like, oh, yeah. why are you feeling like this? And right. will you allow me to be there instead of hiding, mm-hmm. instead of wanting to not expose yourself or wow. wanting to avoid it? Like, why are you avoiding these things? Like, I right. want to be part of those things. And I was like, all right, Lord, like where – are you talking to me about this and like what areas? Mm -hmm. And that's been pretty enlightening, enlightening for me, honestly. So so good. Yeah. It's been life changing actually. So that's, that's a a light lesson there. Um, And I have one for you too, Jaywu. You know, it's not just all about, (laughs) all about me. (laughs) (laughs) Getting deep over here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
My question is kind of fun, a little silly, but it does have like a sub question, you know? Okay. 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 So in the spirit of being the World Cup right now, and today the U.S. playing the Netherlands, may I say- Wait, today? I believe so. Yes. They they played- played The the Netherlands played Senegal today. Okay. Okay. So- Side note, I watched this in Spanish, so in my mind, I don't know who they played, but in Spanish, they played Los Países Bajos, or actually, no, they played Wales. What am I thinking? They played Wales, right? I was watching- The U.S.? Yes. The U.S. played- Got it. Wales. Yeah, you were correct. You were correct. Okay, here's the funny thing. I was watching the one before as well. I know nothing about- I know nothing about the U.S. team. The only reason I know that the Netherlands played Senegal is because my boyfriend was telling me he watched the game. (laughs) Hey, boo. (laughs) And he was telling me all about the game. And now they won and it was a really big deal. Yes, yes. And so I was working. Sorry, boss, if you're hearing this or coworkers. I'm hiding. (laughs) I was so distracted. Most of the day because I was watching soccer and like mm-hmm. good noon to it and like, oh, like, you know, getting so yeah. over here. And I mixed the both and I was watching in Spanish, too. So in my <laughs> mind, I can't get them all right. You know, the translation okay. is not the it's same. Okay. okay, There's grace. So going, thank you. Going back to the question, <laughs> to the original question, what is your favorite sport and why is it your favorite sport either just like to watch to like play Mm -hmm. I mean we have all kinds of sports we got golf we got chess I don't know I'm making that up I think pool so I mean there's all kinds of stuff I'm just that's all I'm saying yes so my favorite sport to watch is American football I grew up on it I love it. I even tried, actually, and no joke, no joke, when I was an eighth grader, I tried to let my mom let me play on the school football team. She would not let me. (laughs) And I broke my arm in second grade playing football with eighth graders. So, like, I do love me some American football. I used to be a a devoted Seahawks fan. I feel like I've gotten lax over the years because I've been traveling a lot internationally. It's really hard to keep up when you're, like, gone. Um, but I do love me some American football. We have it all the time on like at my grandparents' house, especially during the holidays. And I grew up in Pullman, so shout out go Cougs. You dub, <laughs> go dogs. Mm-mm-mm. Although we should talk about the time that you tricked me into going to a U dub game when I came to visit you. <laughs> I come to visit you and I'm like, what are we doing tonight? You're like, oh, nothing, nothing. We're just going to drive around for a bit. And then I'm like, why are we at the football stadium? She's like, oh, no reason, no reason. And then you're like, we're going to a game. By the way, you have to be excited about it. It's so true. I didn't trick you, trick you. You did. I was just trying to plan things out. Together. Mm-hmm. Also, just as an FYI, friends, may I say that Jay really loves the Cougs and I really love UW. And so 
the University of Washington Huskies. And I went to school at the University of Washington. I'm a double dog. I graduated there twice from that school. So they, I got all the love for it. And yes, we are, it's kind of a miniature, I call it miniature rivalry, like a friendly miniature. rivalry. <laughs> you mean between you the schools or between you and me? The schools. It's a miniature. It's not a miniature, especially not to the Cougs. <laughs> listen, we we're a really bunch feel- of listen, we're a bunch of farmers in that area. We have nothing better to do. So we put all of our energy into this rivalry. <laughs> we really feel like our true rivals are the Oregon Ducks. No, that's Oh, but we can get a- we can both get on board with that though. I don't like the ducks either. Okay. All right. So we got a common denominator, but you know, all I got to say is I, I didn't quite trick you. I just want to clarify things on here. Um, I didn't. <laughs> mm, I'm going to have to disagree with that, but that's all right. okay. Agree and disagree in love. I, there we go. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know about it until I arrived. That's to me as a bit of trickery. Well, well, I just have to ask a question though, Jay. Okay. Will you forgive me, though? (laughs) Yes. Listen, I had a wonderful time. The dogs lost. It was a great game. (laughs) I don't remember them losing. In my heart, they won. No, they were, like, second at the time. And you told me, like, you have to cheer for them. And I was like, they weren't playing the kooks. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll cheer for the dogs. And they ended up losing anyway. You know? We didn't lose last weekend, so I'm fine with that now. That's in the past. Okay. okay. It sounds like you've forgiven me now. So I have. I, love I have you. forgiven you. I love you too. We should probably move on. <laughs> why don't we? Why don't we move on to the Bible? That's a great idea. May I say, I was actually really praying about us this last week, and Jamie was too, and. I had this specific verse. I was really, really like, oh, I really want to share this because I could not be more than excited to share our, one of our testimonies, but really just share how God has is just so, so awesome. And mm-hmm. just that the verse that I'm going to share is just so cool. Of, and it's a mm-hmm. reminder, it's really the story of when Jesus is coming into Jerusalem and he's going to make that entry for Palm Sunday and it's coming out of Luke, Luke 19. And I'm looking for it here in my Bible because somehow my little thing just disappeared. So thank you, Jesus. I found it real quick. So it's coming out of Luke 19 and it's verse 40, but I'm going to actually back up to um, number 38 because verse 38, because it kind of gives us a tiny bit more context. So he's coming in and about to go into again, Jerusalem. And he's saying, um, blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. But some of the Pharisees of the crowd said to him, teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you this, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. And that to me this last week was really speaking to me about Mm -hmm. if we sometimes, you know, we have a mouth and how privileged are we to just praise our God, praise our Jesus for the wonderful things he's done and he Mm -hmm. continues to do. And 
just knowing that if we weren't like the the stones themselves would cry out would actually yeah. get to praise the lord and just knowing that we can gather here on a weekday and say god mm-hmm. we just want to say you're amazing you are yeah. king of kings lord of lords and we just want to worship you and mm-hmm. really just set our eyes on you is is really why we gather um and really get together to really just mm-hmm. share about all the wonderful things he's doing so that was kind of the the reason why um that was on my heart this week and it just again stood out um yeah jaywoo yeah i mean i think also like in talking about our testimonies we're saying like looking back and reflecting on what God has done, we have so much to be thankful for. Like we, I I mean, I'm just, I just think about where I was back then and where I am now. And I have no response, but to praise God for everything because he's the only reason, right? So we just, um, yeah, just especially with reflecting on, on where we have, where we have been and where we are now, just have so much gratitude and just all we want to do is praise God because of it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And with that, we always love to end our time together with a little challenge for the week, with a little yeah. challenge of like, hey, how we, how do we continue to put our faith into action? So, Jaywu, I know that you you know what we're doing this week. Yes. I don't. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the challenge we have for you this week is just to reflect on your own testimony, your own you know, what God has done in your lives and what gratitude can you pull out of it? How can you say, God, I'm so thankful for where you've taken me and where, what you've brought me through, no matter if you're in a good season or if you're in a bad season, we all have things that we can, we can say, you know what, God, I am grateful. I'm grateful for salvation. I'm grateful for my life. You know, even if we're in a really bad and tough time, it actually helps give us hope for the future. When we reflect on what God has done, we are able to have hope that he's going to continue to be faithful in our lives. So just reflect on what the Lord has brought you through. And what gratitude can you pull out of it this week? And we would actually really love to hear your responses too. So um, please put it, you know, either in the chat in the YouTube or you can email us at laughingwithoutfear3125 at gmail.com. And we'll even, we'll even talk about it next time, next week. You know, what, what is your guys, what are you guys grateful for? Absolutely. It's such a wonderful time that we just, get to reflect throughout the week and may mm-hmm. I say last week I was just like uh like what are places in my heart that I'm you know looking without you know focusing on fear and yet what mm-hmm. I'm bringing me laughter and then this week I'm really excited to be pondering that as well mm-hmm. because what I also love about his word is that if it says that if we put our mind and our you know on our thoughts on what he has for us mm-hmm. peace will come with it as well yeah. and it's so cool. And I just, I'm just excited to be thinking about what I'm grateful mm-hmm. for through our testimonies. I actually want to just hear also, like what you said, yeah. from our fam, you know, from our friends, mm-hmm. our fans that are joining, because, you know, again, it is, it encourages us and that's power yeah. in our testimony, power and sharing. Totally. So looking forward to hearing from you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week and we yes. get to see you next week. Yeah. Yes. Next. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful time. We love you and we will see you next week. Love you. Love you. Love you.